is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving. I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk today. And I got a special guest and exciting guest that you're all going to love today. I have Mr. Bush in the still. How you doing today? Fine. Good, good, good. We got a good show today, um... Um, it's very interesting. I want to start off. I know you probably get mad at me, but um, <laughs> you was telling me about a story that uh, about yourself when you played football uh, back in high school and then got over to college. Uh, you want to quick give us that quick story? I loved it. <laughs> For that name they gave you. <laughs> well, the name they gave me. Well, I my coach uh, got mad at me and said I wasn't letting that old freshman uh, tackle me. So. He said, run him over, and I did, and, and uh, started, sports papers started coming out and saying, <laughs> the editor of the sports said, well, let's call him Bull Bush. And my sister who I was living with said, Bull Bush, that's terrible. I don't like that. So, But I was Bull Bush, and then I got to college, and they said, well, friends that I knew, I didn't let anybody know. And friends I knew said, Hey, that's Bull Bush. So <laughs> I had the nickname Bull Bush. <laughs> it, it was funny that you were saying that when you got to college, it was a bigger, bigger people there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah, you couldn't run over them like I did in high school. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, to get started with, um, I, we already know you're a New England fan. Um, you want to tell everybody where you're from? Well, I'm I'm from Vermont, and. Uh, yeah, I'm naturally a uh, Patriots fan. I didn't used to be because they. I go back to the fifties, and, and there weren't any Patriots, and I was a Giant fan. But now I hate the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Patriot fan now. Well, yeah, um, me and you was talking the other day, and it's very interesting. I want you, if we could elaborate on it more. We was talking about how football was back then, and now that. You know what we were saying that it was football then. You know it was the fun of the game, and now it's about the money. You you agree with me on that? Yeah, I do, James. I uh, I think it's all about money today. Football is in in the big time. It's it's just seems like money does, and there's no loyalty and the contracts. They don't you know go out with the contracts, and and you can't always blame the players, I guess, because the owners make a ton of money, and the players should be getting mm-hmm. it, but. It still seems to be not like it was when I was got involved with it back in the fifties and sixties. Now, um, if I kind of like you say you can't really blame the players on that. But do you look at the players are looking at it as a business now? They don't really care about the game, and they say they want to be like the owners and say, "I just want to make the money." Well, I think some of them do. I <clears throat> not all of them, but I think some of them do that. 
Yeah, and but as a fan, and we paying like all these, you know, when we talk about the prices of tickets, eight, nine, and all, and that might not even be a good seat. But as a fan, we want to see the players out there playing for the game, I would love it, right? I guess that's what gets me, James, is some of the players uh, that are making these big bucks, sometimes they seem like they uh, play when they want to play, right. and that's about the size of it. They don't put out all the time like they should. And then, and like I was saying, that's not fair to the fans, you know? Exactly. And you sit there and you want to see a star player playing that game and playing as hard as, but you see them loafing, loafing around, you know, like a Randy Moss or, yeah. you know, and you, you get angry at it and you say, well, what's going on? But then you sometimes, like you say, you can't blame the players because it's the owners too, you know? Yeah. Somebody's making a lot of money, but the ones who get messed around are the fans. That's for sure, and and uh, it 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 certainly is all about money today. Well, I wanted to give me a little impact on um, what you think New England going to do today. What's the difference in you know? Because I know when I watched New England back in the time when I used to watch them, they always had uh, like a number one receiver that was great. Brady had a great offense and all that, but it seemed like New England just like just winning now. It's not. I don't know. If it's not exciting. It just said they just winning. Well, it certainly is because I think they're a team. You know, Belichick is a great coach. I think he he uh, emphasizes uh, team play, and that's why Randy, when he great players, no question about it. But he he thought I thought he loafed, and I think he did. And then he started talking, which I don't think is good. You know, it doesn't set well with the other players, and and I, I think. They are more of a team now without him than they were with him. You're right. Uh, and, um, Mr. Bush, we got a call on line. John, you there? Hi, James. How are you? Good. How are you today? I was sitting here with my guest, Mr. Bush, and we were talking about the players don't want to play now. It's like all about money. You agree with that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know you're not a New England fan, are you, John? Oh, not particularly. I respect them, though. They're good. <laughs> Do you see them going to the Super Bowl? Or, you know, who you yeah. see over in the AFC? Oh, yeah. Uh, them in Pittsburgh, of course. Them, One them. of those two, yeah. How about you? Well, I was telling uh, Mr. Bush, you know, I was telling him uh, I could see New England going over there in the uh, AFC because I think they'll beat out. I think Baltimore will beat out the Jets, and I think um, – New England beat out Baltimore, you know, because as you were saying, New England, they sh- they find no way to win. You agree with me, Mr. Butch? Yes, definitely. I, I think they're playing as a team now. they got uh, four rookies in the defense this year, and, and and I think the weakest part of them is their is their uh, um, uh, defensive back, you know, on pass defense. Pass I defense. think pass defense, I think, is their weakest spot, and they got a lot of new players there, but uh, they seem to get better every day. John, do you think um, they're doing better, doing better without Randy being there? Oh yeah, I uh, I don't know what kind of trouble he caused, but you know they just seem to be unstoppable, no matter who's with them. And I, as long as they've got Brady, they just keep going. Yeah, I, I agree. Brady's the, the button. I still think uh, you know they got to have a team around them, great quarterbacks, and we have a few around. Uh, the great quarterbacks need a team around them, too, and Brady's got one around him, I think. Oh, I agree with that, yeah. John, do you see um, – I was looking at, like, um, a couple of sports shows, and they were saying Brady's leading MVP. You agree with that? Yeah, I, I heard that, too. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. I don't know. We'll see what happens here in the next few weeks. Yeah, if they lo- lose a couple, then it'll all be different. 
Yeah, a lot can happen in the next uh, six games. Well, yep. can, how do how do we predict MVP? Do we say it's a team winning, or um, I look at it as a, how much a, a, that player contributes to either winning or losing? I think because it just shows teammanship to me. I I don't think Brady's stats are up in the top. I I can't. I don't know for sure right now whether his stats are in the top. I think there's some other ones, maybe uh, Peyton Manning and Michael Vick stats are maybe a little better, but. Uh, he's the winning, and he's a team player, and, and he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. John, would you put um, Peyton Manning over Tom Brady if he have a, um, a better record? I don't know. That's close. Oh, yeah, for most valuable player, yeah. If, oh. if uh, the Colts did better, I, they would give it to him, I think. Yeah, I agree. Now, do we look at Should we look at it for the record, or should we look at it as just how player – Stats. I think it has to have a good record to start with. Then we look at the player. Yeah, I, right agree. About that. I, I agree. I agree with you. You agree with that? John, who's your team over the NFC? Oh, well, aren't the Cardinals going to win it? <laughs> 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 I'll let you answer that one, Mr. Bush. Uh, well, my family all lives out here, all my kids, and I have to root for them, but I don't think they're going anywhere. <laughs> no, I, what the Cardinals need, and hopefully they might get a uh, quarterback next year, maybe either Donovan or Michael. But right now, you know, with that division, I don't see them <laughs> doing anything. I don't either, but, you know, I'm a Chicago escapee, and so I'd love to see the Bears go. Well, I, I was telling um, somebody uh, – Michelle, Fred, tell me that um, Chicago could um, get in the playoff. I could see them in the playoff. Yeah, that'd be really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, before we get you off the line, give me a prediction of who you what you think is going on with um, Vince Young and um, the coach over there. I don't know. They're really dead. something else is going on, isn't it? It can't be just the thumb because the coach keeps talking about the thumb, and I, I don't know. I, I just, I really don't know. I'd be guessing. I think. What do you think, Mister Bush? Going on? Well, I haven't followed them that much. I don't know really. Yeah. Well, well, apparently, what, what I had got from it that he had got hurt in the game, mm-hmm. and he wanted to come back in, and the coach didn't, you know, let him back in. So he got mm-hmm. upset and said, you know, but the coach like. You never let me know you you wanted to come back in, but what it's coming to with these players is these players are getting these coaches fired, you know. And yeah, that's for sure. And, and it's yeah. happened to almost three teams now. Oh, well, fire out there! Yeah. He got he yeah. got them. Fired. He should retire. I'm sorry. He's a great great quarterback, but he should retire. We we talk about fire all the time, don't we, John? Yeah, we do. James, you've talked, you've played, you know how those controversies go, uh, isn't it? kind of strange that they'd be firing coaches instead of getting rid of the quarterbacks. Do you, yeah, I, I do you agree. Do you that way at all? <clears throat> I have a feeling about that. You know, they could be great coaches, and you've got to have a team. I don't care how great coaches are still. have got to have the players. They're the ones that get us it done, and it's not all the coaches' fault. Well, like I said, I think on the show before, coaches don't play the game. You know, and um, the players play the game. Right. Coaches lay the plan out for you to win the game, but if you don't execute, you're not going to play. But with these players doing that, I, it's amazed me that these owners are firing these coaches, you know, like a Brett Farr. Brett destroying that team. Get rid of Brett, and you know, but you get rid of the coach. 
You know? Yeah. I mean, you know, all these players, all they got to do is act up and say they don't like and get other players to start hating the coach, and you're out of there. Dallas, Wade Phillips, you know? Yeah. yeah. Right. Wade Phillips is good, but I, I do think that that case, uh, that was a good switch. Well, yeah, well, you had a couple of players, what I think, you know, like say I play, a couple of players got behind and said, you know, he's a, not a great coach and just started hating him. Then they stopped playing for him. And when that happens, yeah, the coach yeah, right. yeah, got to go. Right. Yeah, that was obvious, I think, with Dallas. So so with these players, you know, like the ones that are making, like the Brett Favre making all his money and the big names, they get rid of a coach quick. And, you know, see over at um, Tennessee, Jeff Fisher's like, you know, you got to keep us young. You know, I want out of here then, you know. He's going to leave before they fire him, you know. <laughs> so it, it depends, you know. John, I, I really couldn't ask for that, you know, you know. I don't know what the owners be thinking. Well, we'll all find out in the next week or two, won't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will see. Well, I better go, James. Good uh, talking to all you. All right, thanks for calling in, John. Okay, we'll see you next week. All right, thank you. Yeah, Mr. Butch, it's, 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 it's weird, isn't it? Sure is. But sure if is. you have an established coach, I mean, like you say, Wade Phillips, he had to go because of the team. Um, you have children from Minnesota. Brett literally got rid of him single-handed. Right, and I, I think that one was wrong. I think the other way with Wade Phillips, he's a good, he's been a good coach. He is a good coach, but he obviously didn't have the team behind him. Um, um. Well, we're going to take a break, and I'll be back with my guest, Mr. Bush, who's in the studio today with me, and we'll be talking a little bit more about New England Patriots. <laughs> to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you already get the general sports headlines and discussion on tv and radio tune in to the blueprint with randall gatewood yeah we'll cover all the general big name stuff too but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else we'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little known successes If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion, but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you're hooked up with loving that sports talk James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving. I'm host of Loving That Sports Talk, and I have my guest, Mr. Bush, in the studio today with me. Uh, we were talking while we was off the air. We were talking about the Hamilton helmet, Mr. Bush. You know, I know my um, uh, what I think about it. I want to hear what you have to think and see if we had the same idea about that, the, the um, penalties that they call in and how that works with the Hamilton helmet. Well, James, I got mixed emotions about it. As I said, I, I have. I, I, I think a lot of it is not intentional, and I've seen plays where – they call it as being intentional, and I don't think it is. And I think when you have the size of the players today and the speed of the players and you're trying to play the game like we always did, that a lot of it that they call is wrong because it's it's incidental. And I, I just, I guess I have mixed emotions about the penalty call. And I agree with you. Some of them is like incidental and players are Certainly. being fined and, you know. Right. And, but what you did say, what I really liked, was you said the game is is a lot bigger and it's a lot faster now, mm-hmm. and the players that. But if I don't, we was talking. Do you agree with me that the league trying to change to like, um, you know, just too protective? I mean, I I think so, James. I think they're a little. It's, it's like with the quarterbacks too. I, I think they're a little bit too protective, and I, I agree with that. It's 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 not like it used to be. I mean, it's like, um, you know. You went to a game the other day. It was a high school all-star game, right? Right. And um, tell us about that. I mean, it was just penalties thrown for I mean, I right. think they're getting overprotective. Don't yeah. They? Yeah, it was between the all-star game, and we, you know, between the east and the west here in the valley. And and my grandson was on one of the teams. And it, and it seems like every third play they called a flag or worse. And a lot of them, I, you know, these are sixth and uh, seventh and eighth graders, I guess. And, and uh, two take away from the kids in the game uh, it was it was it was bad even the people in the stands were hollering about why why all these penalties you know i'm glad they should learn there's no question about that they should learn what the what they're doing wrong but in a game with young people like that they really took away from the game as far as i was concerned now that brings me to my point where with the quarterbacks in the nfl don't you think they throwing the flags too quick on them and protecting them too much oh definitely 
definitely. You know, I, when it's obvious, and and a lot of times, uh, I'd, I'd say I'll bet you that that uh, you know, 40, 50 percent of the time, it's not real obvious. You know, it's you know, incidental. As you would say. Well, and like we were saying, football is it changed. It's not football. You know, it's not the the hidden having mm-hmm. the fun. You sitting there, you know. It's like, you know, well, there are injuries. I agree with that. We don't want nobody to get injured and get killed. That's our number one um, priority. I agree with that. But don't you have to let the players play like I was saying, you were saying with that other game the other mm-hmm. night. Let these kids learn, you know. If it's not, all, you know, not incidental, if you see it, then throw the flag, right? Right, right. It, it's, it's, it's not letting them play the game. And, and uh, you know, it's it, it just not there. Not, not right, I don't think. Yeah, and it's not, you know, like you say, safety is number one priority. And I agree with the high school kids. Yeah. It's, it's priority with safety, you know. You can't go out there looking to hurt nobody. But football, you go out there looking to tackle hard. Well, you know, football is football. That's part of the game. You know, people get hurt. I mean, I I got hurt several yeah. times, and I'm sure you did, James. Yeah. I know you did. But <laughs> but uh, it's part of the game, and if you can't take some of it, then maybe you shouldn't be playing it. Well, you think... Uh, from the years coming now, you think the league will eat even more change with more flags and more penalties? Because you haven't seen I – I can't remember a player being paralyzed since which is the Daryl Stingley. Daryl Stingley for the Patriots, that was right? The only he was one. paralyzed. And that wasn't uh, – you know, that was a fair hit. I don't yeah. think it was I, – I saw it, and it was just one guy hitting another one really hard and, and got him in the wrong place, and he got paralyzed. But that's, I think – Part of football, it's, that's unfortunately, you know, it's no one wants, <laughs> you know, safety is what you want, but not take away from the game, I don't think. And I think that's what it's starting to get to, where the game's been taken away from. And, and I think they're going to continue, it's, that's the trend nowadays. But um, we got to look at, too, the ones that who are doing the helmet-to-helmet hit and the ones who are going out to end this might they need to, you know, like say, be penalized and kicked Devil, out. Definitely. Kicked out with, with no point. I wouldn't even. I'll yeah. kick him out of the game right then and there, right. and then suspend them for at least three or four games. Yeah, I, I go along with it, even longer than that. You know, because that's uncalled for. That definitely is. Now, what you see in this being a thing, like when we was talking with the wide receivers, you know, they can only be touched five yards, and after that, they're down from. Isn't that giving just advantage to the receiver? Yeah, well, that's what they wanted. You know, the league wanted people to see more touchdowns. They wanted the crowds to get bigger and the owners to make more money, and and, and that's what they wanted. And that's what it's done. I, I I I agree. I don't think I think they should be able to touch a little more than they do. It's funny you said that because I didn't even think of it that way. But you're right. I think that is what they want to see: more scoring, oh, and yeah. the fans want to see. They don't want to see no game like Baltimore play where they only score like six to three. Yeah. Crowds like to see a lot of them. It's like in the home runs in baseball. You know, they've got it now. So in baseball, they get now, now, doesn't that go back to the crowd, the fans like to see a hard hit, right? Or, yeah, or, or yeah. a play that, you know, they, everybody yeah. go, ooh, wow, yeah, right? Yeah. And who goes to races, car races, which is one of the biggest things going, they say crowd-wise. Okay. People go to see accidents. Right. <laughs> Hockey, what do they go to see? Yeah, for somebody to get slammed against the board. Right, yeah, <laughs> fighting. So that's what people go to see, you yeah, know. Yeah. And and that's how we look at it, you know. Like I was telling everybody, when you watch the news, we watch the news to see something bad, right? You know, yeah. something always bad on the news and you watch the news. When I watch Sports Center, I look to see, okay, what player got in trouble? Something, it's always something bad, you know. Yeah. So you go to the game, you look and see who got hit harder or, you know, got knocked out of the game. Mm-hmm. 
but you want it to be clean, you know. Right, and and the game played the way we we remember it. Now you know I have to get you ask you about this your opinion because I, I have to talk about this every week because I'm, I'm not I was a Brett Favre fan but I'm not no more. Isn't it enough for Brett, Mister Bush? <laughs> <laughs> I think he should retire. He's a great quarter. He was a great. He was and he was a great quarterback. But I think he's over the hill and he should retire. <laughs> <laughs> we have to make sure we get that one down because everybody thinking, no, he's a great quarterback. He still can play. Enough is enough. You know. Mm-hmm. That team is just tore up right now. You end up getting your coach fired. And like we talk about, why are players getting their coach fired? Well, that's, I, I don't know. I They do. They do. There are some places they, they get their coaches fired and it should be the other way around. And it works the other way, too. I, but in the Dallas, you know, in Dallas, they, I think that was the right thing to let the coach go. But in, as far as incident, I, I was I was absolutely amazed that Fire didn't say I'm going to retire and be a man about it, right. and let the coach stay there. No, no, don't get me wrong. There are some bad coaches that need to be fired out well, there. Well, yeah, there, no, oh, I agree with you. There yeah. are there are yeah. some, but you know, players when players become above the coaches, it's bad. there's no team. No, it's bad news. I don't care how much you make more of that coach. You know, that's the coach. That's yeah. why he got that name, coach. Right. Right. You know, but when you have a player like um, Brett, Randy, you know, Terrell Owens, you know, all these. Players that get these coaches fired because they upset because their play is bad, and they blame it on the coaching. Coaching, yeah. follow the coach plan, and then things might happen good. You got to play as a team. You got to play, and if you're a good coach, that's what you specialize playing as a team. That's what wins games in any sport. Let me ask you this, Mister Bush: When we coming up, and the young kids nowadays, and they playing sports, what what would you suggest? Is it fundamental, or do you tell them it's about winning? Well, yeah, I have family. I have a family problem with that, you know. <laughs> but but uh, you gotta win. You gotta be out there to win, you know. And that's that's what sports is about. And 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 I have a friend that says, you know, winning is everything. And you should you should teach your kids to win. You shouldn't. I don't like this young things where oh it's all right to lose. It's all right to lose. I don't mm-hmm. think that's good for sports. I know that's just my opinion. <laughs> So, so what you saying when when they coming up, um, do that motivate them more that the, when they you tell them to win or not? You know, even when they're young, then even when they're young, and you know, under ten or whatever, they start them early today. I, they should teach them to win, and not saying losing. Yeah, losing is all right, but not to specify losing. You go out there to win. That's what the sports all about. You win in life. That has to do with life too. You go out there to win. You don't do it badly or illegally or all that, but you go out to win, and that's what it's all about in this country. So what you're saying is, is what I'm getting from you saying is, oh, lose is okay. Why don't you get your 100% to try to win, right? Right. You know, don't think just not get 100 and lose and say, I'm going to lose. Right. But if you get 100% and lose, that's okay because it's still winning, right? Right. And if you, th- if you say losing is okay, then you're always going to be a loser, in my right. opinion. <laughs> you're right about that, and I agree with you on that. You instill in their head that, you know, you play hard, and when you, when you play hard, give you all good things happen, and that's winning. So, you know, I agree with, you know, when you say that. But don't sometimes you see coaches and parents go overboard with this, Mr. Bush? I don't know about coaches, but parents do especially. I'm sorry. but <laughs> <laughs> I know I was um, – I coached before, and um, I got out of it because I love the coach. I love to see the kids, and I'm about, you know, winning. But, see, I'm about – 
plan every player because if I don't play right. this player and he feel that his self-esteem will go down, like, don't put me in the game this time. No, put you in the game and learn because right. we got to learn from our mistakes. Especially the young people, right? I, I agree. So, you know, when I got a coach, the parents are just like, oh, my God, you put such and such in and we end up losing the game. But that yep. player, that's how I learned. I wasn't great, yeah, you no, know. No. And, you know, it works the other way, too. You have parents who go out there and, Tell the kids winnings everything, and then they they holler at the coaches and they holler at the kids because they didn't do something right or something. It's a learning experience, and so you, it it works both ways too, Jay. Yeah, you're right about that. So, but well, we're gonna take another break, and I'll be back with my guest, Mr. Bush, and we're gonna keep continuing this great conversation we have. We're gonna learn a little bit more about Mr. Bush and his football. You know, I know you love watching. So this is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports are you a real sports fan get ready to talk football and anything else sports with kwame lassiter formerly with the arizona cardinals san diego chargers and st louis rams kwame's got the experience so he's prepared to talk sports with you Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccianello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion, but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. Get ready to go inside the minds and behind the scenes with the top professional athletes, celebrities, and music entertainers. It's a sports show like no other. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with former NFL wide receiver Jarris McIntyre is real talk with in-depth interviews, topical discussions, and a whole lot of comedy. You'll hear from the entertainers, the athletes, and the fans. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Jarris McIntyre is broadcast live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. 
you're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Levin. I'm back with hosting Levin at Sports Talk and with my guest, Mr. Bush, in the studio. And we were talking about, you know, high school and having the kids come up playing and how it's great for them to put winning in. But, you know, if you give you 100%. And like you were saying, Mr. Bush, you know, you got um, your grandson to play. What was it, Valley? What was it? Uh, I think it was the East against the West East. Uh, uh, All-Star game. All-Star game. Now, shout <coughs> out to Justin. What's his last name, Justin? Uh... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to give a shout-out for making the All-Star game. That is, that's a compliment, a special compliment, you know, for him, you know, to make that team, you know, get yeah. picked and players, you know. And w- w- when you do that, that shows that a kid is doing more than just learning with the sport. They're learning how to discipline and the coach follow the rules and all like that. So I take my hat off to everybody that made that All-Star game on the East and the West. Mm-hmm. And um, always call in on the show, and we can, you know, talk, you know, how you, you know, you're doing and what you want to do. So, you're welcome to call in anytime, players. Mr. Bush, on back to what we was talking about. Um, you know, like I was saying, you know, I grew up, I didn't know how to play sports. I mean, well, they played football. So when I went out there, you know, <coughs> if my coach would have told me not put me in the game, then I would have been, you know, like my self esteem would have been gone. I would probably would never play football. No, I, I <clears throat> excuse me. I was lucky. I had a I had a coach in high school, and I didn't play till I was a till I was a, uh, a junior because my folks, uh, growing up in the country, they never heard of football really much. I was growing up on a farm, and and they didn't want me to play football and get hurt, and that's all they'd ever heard. But I'm glad I did. And it was a great thing, and I knew nothing about it. But we had a great coach, and he taught the fundamentals. And the one thing that he did, and we won more games. I think we only lost one in the two years I played. But uh, he would get his kids in physical condition. He stressed physical condition. And we were probably in in the second half, we won more games in the second half because we were really in shape. And he also said that, you know, don't ever let up. He said, even if you get ahead of a team by 40 points, he would say, that's when you get hurt, when you get let up. Mm-hmm. So he, st- you know, he stressed that he didn't want his kids to get hurt either, and he gave us the fundamentals. He taught us the fundamentals, and I think that's what's important in in the younger people and in the in the high schools and, and even younger nowadays. They they play it in the grade schools, I guess. You're right, and I agree with you. But we have a call on the phone. Ray, you there? Yes, sir. How you doing, Ray? Pretty good. That's good. Ray, you down there in Vegas, aren't you? Yes, sir. We're in line right now with the six-skin tournament. About oh. to get weighed in. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you called in because we was talking about the All-Star Game, and I would love for you to tell us all about what you're going down there and your team and all that. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, awesome. Um, actually, we're from Oshkosh, New Mexico. Uh, they're called the Little Aggies. It's a 9-10 division, and uh, they went 10-0 and this year, so I decided, you know what, these kids deserve to uh, – to take them to a tournament, and it uh, seems like there's a, about 100 teams out here, so it's going to be a, a good good experience for them. They're having a blast over here in Vegas. 
Right, and I'm glad to have you online. Could you give us a little bit, because we was talking about what it is a coach and how they can help these kids and the fundamental about winning. Can you tell us how you do it? Uh, I mean, just like the gentleman was saying earlier, um, I was coached well in high school, uh, pretty much the same like he was, and and I love to see these kids learn, and that's one thing that that's what we do. We, do, we don't even get into pads for like about a month just to get them into the fundamentals, footwork, and conditioning is our number one thing. Um, and as long as the kids are learning, that's, that's all that matters to us. So. That's great. Where are you based out of, Ray? Uh, Las Cruces, New Mexico. Las Cruces, New Mexico. And you at a high school? Uh, actually, no. We're, uh, we're uh, a 10 and our fourth and fifth grade team right now. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. Yeah. That, that's good. You know, we have yeah. to get um, get you in a lot on the line and call and get you some, you know, on them stroll down there and some of your players. Would you like yes, some sir. of your players to talk? Yeah, yeah, if I could. Oh, no problem. Um, uh, this one is Jacob Moreno. He's our quarterback slash linebacker. He has something to say. He want to talk to you. Hello? How you doing, Jacob? Good. You want to ask uh, Jacob, uh, is, your, is this going to be a big game for you? Yeah. And you're, you're all ready for it? Yeah. No? Well, you will be. You will be. Yeah. And I hope you do real well. Yeah. Jacob, what position do you play? Quarterback and linebacker. Oh, yeah? Which one do you like best, quarterback or linebacker? I like the linebacker because I like to hit people. <laughs> <laughs> I go along with that. <laughs> well, thank you, Jason. <laughs> Jackson. Hello? How you doing today? What's your name? Ryan. Ryan? Right, Ryan? Ryan? Yeah. What what position do you play? Running back and middle linebacker. Which do you like best? Running back. Running back? Ah, you score a lot of touchdowns, huh? Yes. Yeah, that's good. Well, I'm glad. I hope you do well and have a great time. And uh, you have fun out there. You make sure you be safe, okay? Okay. And always listen to your coach. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, I got one more. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I got an offensive lineman. I would love so. All right, here he is. He's all yours. Hi. Hi, you're an offensive lineman? Yeah. And you like it real well? What? Yeah. Which way do you play? Guard, tackle? I play center and defensive end. Center and defensive end. I used to play end, defensive end. I like that. That's yeah. fun. Yeah? Well, you have a great time, and I hope you have a winning day. And like James says, listen to your coach. Thank you. All right. You have fun, okay? Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. You there, Ray? Yes, sir. Well, I really appreciate it. And uh, we got a couple guys I know down there. I'll try to get uh, – how long you'll be down there? Uh, we're In Vegas, we're going to be here probably till Sunday. Okay. I'm going to try and see if I can get a hold of a couple of guys down there and come and see the game and uh, so introduce yourself to you. And um, Nice. But you're welcome. Um, send me some information, Ray. We'll get some things out to some of your players. Is that okay? Uh, that'll be awesome. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Appreciate you calling there, Ray. You take care All out there. And keep doing a great job you're doing. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. That's great, you know, Mr. Bush, just to see the kids down there to, to have fun in there. Mm. 
But, uh, a lot of uh, teams there, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully the, the ref down there don't throw flags like they did down here. Huh? I hope they don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that just touches me to see kids enjoying the game, you know, and, you know, and it, it, especially when they listen to their coach because it starts from when the kid, you know, at that age. Because you respect your coach now. And when you get in the pros or wherever you're at, older or college, or you're going to respect your coach because you know how it was when you was younger. Right, exactly. And, uh, and that's, that's very important that they should remember. That is good. So you was an offensive lineman too, huh? I, I played, uh, let's see, I played uh, offensive end in college and played offensive fullback in college and fullback in high school and, <laughs> and defense. I really like defense. I yeah. played linebacker and, and halfback, and I like both. Of course, we used to play both, both. offense and defense mm-hmm. in my time back in the 50s, but but uh, I don't know exactly how they do it all today. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Players don't even want to play both ends today. Isn't that something? Yeah. They feel they, they – they not the body can't take it, but you guys was doing it back then. What? Well, we always did. We always, you know, the teams, all the schools, they played. You played both ways, most of the time. Not mm-hmm. all the guys, but mm-hmm. but most of the team played both ways, and uh, I liked it. <laughs> Nowadays, we see the player going both ways, like woo, you know, like Deion Sanders did it. Um, yeah, the but, guy from um, New England did it, right? Remember yeah, he yeah, did receiver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and a Grable, I remember Grable, he played offense now and then. He'd catch a pass. He'd <laughs> See, I know a little bit about New England. I know a little bit about the Patriots. <laughs> uh, I know a little bit about But, you know, it is great to see, you know, um, the, the the change. And like you say, how you, when you play, and then if you could talk to a kid or something like that and tell them about, you know, mm-hmm. you know, like your grandson, going to see him out there play, you know, that is something that, you know, I love to get kids like that on my show and talk about, you know, what it is that coach do, what they respect out mm-hmm. of their coaches, you know, and how do they just follow the rules. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's in, well, a little bit. My coach was real strict, real tough coach, and I played baseball <laughs> for him. And and when he one time in, in senior my senior year, I did something wrong, and he went to my father and he said, "You know, I can't tell him anymore. He's not too old. He won't listen to me anymore." <laughs> so, what were you doing wrong? Well, I forgot what it was, but he, I don't know. Probably sliding home or not sliding home when That's they funny. bunted, and I should have slid, and I stood up. And he come out and he said, Bush, don't you know how to slide? <laughs> <laughs> what, you, you want to get your uniform dirty? Oh, boy. I, well, that, that, that was, luckily we had a guy who came on later that was a heck of a hitter, and he hit a home run, and we were able to win the game. But I think if we'd lost the game, I'd have never played again. <laughs> <laughs> that would have messed up your self-esteem, yeah, wouldn't it? Right. <laughs> you probably didn't want to see sports again, huh? <laughs> That is good, though. Well, like you say, the coach, you know, you get a little too old on your dad say, huh? <laughs> get too old. Yeah. But we we got to go on the break real quick. But then when we come back, I want you to think, while we're on the break, one of your best stories you could tell the listeners. One of those stories could be funny or it could be. <laughs> but this is Jay Lovey with my guest, Mr. Bush, in the studio. And we'll be back with Lovey Now for Talk. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman. Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's more than a sports show. Tune in every Friday for End of the Bench with Tony Bowie. Tony knows and does it all. Whether it's sports, business, or politics, the discussion all comes to focus in one place. You'll hear from the personalities as well as the everyday people, each bringing their own perspective to the discussion. This is a weekly forum that you'll want to be a part of. End of the Bench with Tony Bowie airs live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you. Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James. I'm back hosting Loving That Sports Talk. And I still have my guest, Mr. Bush here. You know, he haven't left me yet, so that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, before we get on, I want to mention um, St. Mary's Food Bank needs some donations. Please, please get out and donate some canned vegetable, rice, pasta, you know. It's for a great cause, you know, to give out food to help out people. And, you know, there's a contact number, 602-343-3173. That's St. Mary's Food Bank. Please help out. Give, donate, cans. You can email me at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com, and um, you have something to donate, I could come pick it up and bring it there. That would be no problem. So please donate to that, you know, St. Mary Food Bank. And give a special thanks out to Ray and um, all his players out there in the base. And good luck, and definitely be safe, you know, with your team, Ray. And keep doing the job you're doing, Ray. 
And am I right, Mr. Bush? Right, exactly. So now we, we we got you back, Mr. Bush, and I've been waiting for this all break to hear one, <laughs> hear, a, hear a good story. You know, you know, I sat with you and we talked today, and uh, I just want to say it's amazing just to sit and talk to you, the knowledge that I learned from you today, and, you know, just about history and just talking in general, just to talk to somebody that can, you know, really relate to how it, what it was when you was growing up and now with the days of sports, and you still look at it as it's, it's a great game, and you know, give your all, and that's what is great about you today. But you got to tell a story. I got to hear one. <laughs> <laughs> well, James, I think I've told you all my stories. I can't remember them all, but I, 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 I do remember one about high school football and my coach. We had a great coach, and I was playing defense, and I had a senior who had graduated before me. Well, he wasn't a senior then. He was out of school, and he was watching our game, and he said. Bush, he says, when you get down, you get down lower than the guy in front of you. And then when you come up with your arms, you come right up and you get him right in the chin and you stand him right up. And he says, he's your guy from now on. He said, you can go right through him, which it worked. It did. In high school, I was able to do that. So when I went to college, I did that. And <laughs> I got one one team, I did it to a guy I was playing opposite. And, and I did it to him a couple times. And I said, oh, boy, he's my guy. Well... I guess I was relaxed or something, and he came up on me, and he put his elbow and arm right into my throat. I went over backwards, and I thought, my God, I'm going to die. And I said, well, I think these guys are as big or bigger than I am. I guess they aren't going to learn from me pushing them up. So I learned something right then and there that if you're going to give it, you better be ready to take it. And It's funny. I'm laughing. I'm not laughing, but if people play football, that happens. And you know, and I know what he's saying because, you know, I know a lot of players that that happen to they come back and I'm like, Coach, he's just bigger than me. I can't take him no more. <laughs> so that's why I'm laughing, and I love that story. But before you get off here, I got to get your picks. I got to get your picks. Okay, NFC. Who you think gonna go Super Bowl over there? In, a, in, a, in the NFC. Oh, that's in the NFC. I can't remember all. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, Dallas. Um, Oh, and then the Dallas end of it? Oh, I think the Eagles, maybe. You think the Eagles? Yeah. That's good. I like that. You, you, you're all right now. The yeah. Eagles yeah, I knew that, but I like I, you better now. I'd tell you different if I thought different, <laughs> but they look good. They look good. They you're look okay. Good. You can come back on the yeah. show now. Yeah. You get back on the show. Yeah. Uh, well, we know the AFC. Who you going to say? AFC is going to be the Patriots. You know, let's all be the Well, who's, okay, in the NFC, who you think the sleeper team that might get in there and Sneak in against Super Bowl. Uh, Somebody that you wouldn't think would, people would say, oh. Well, I haven't followed them as many. You mentioned some teams. Tampa <laughs> Bay. You got um, New Orleans. Um, Chicago. Oh, I, I think New Orleans probably. You think New Orleans? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I, if my sleeper team, and I got to say this, I think it's going to be Chicago. Well, I, I, long as, <laughs> as long as the uh, Patriots make it, I don't care if they do. <laughs> well, who's your sleeper team in the AFC? Uh, Jets, Baltimore. We talked about it earlier. You well, thought- I think Baltimore is going to be tough. I, I, I think they're going to be tough. And, and out west here, I don't know if there's a team out west here. Well, they're uh, all about the same, aren't they, right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. I think um, 
I'll, I'll west. I think everybody was saying like San Diego, I think, and then all here. Yeah, I think San Diego. Yeah. I, I know quite a bit about them because they play the Patriots quite often. Right. They said Philip River. <laughs> they were saying he was the MVP, but I can't see that. I, no, I got Tom no. Brady over him. Oh, yeah. Oh. So I can't see Philly, but I can see San Diego maybe sneaking in. You know, they do that every year, don't they? Right, they lose, they like, first five games, and after yeah. that, they're going to yeah. run. Then the Patriots will come out and beat them, or so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get you to say Patriots going to go, will I? I can't say nothing for you to say Patriots going to go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you don't think the Jets good enough to beat the Patriots? Well, that's going to be a tough one, really. It'll, I think it'll be decided in Foxborough. They got to play them in the snow, and that might make a difference. That's what I've already said. You Patriots think? are good, you know. When they they ran the the, the snowblower down right. the middle when they yeah. played Miami, now wasn't that the Patriots playing the um, Oakland when that that Tuck rule in that snow game was that Patriots in Oakland? Uh, I think you're it? right. I'm not was sure. It? I think so. Well, the Patriots ended up winning that game with that Tuck rule when Brady oh, oh, tucked the ball. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that was. That was one of those close calls. One could have gone either way, I think. Do you but, think you think that call was well? It went for the Patriots, so I know you was happy. Well, I was happy naturally, <laughs> and, and I, I really think from I'm trying to picture it in my mind now, seeing it, 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 I think it could have gone either way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and it came with that rule. That's a tough rule. I mean, yep. like you say, that call it could go either way. Right, exactly. You know, but right. uh, that's why when you said the snow, I think the Patriots does play a lot better than the snow. Yeah, they're used to it. They, yeah, they really they do. And you get a team like San Diego to come out there. They from the hot, you know, weather. Mm, they come warm up. weather, the yeah. cold weather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, like Brett Favre say when Brett was in um, Green Bay when those teams right. come out there, it was below. They couldn't play in that. It's cold. It's cold out there, yeah. yeah. I know when I was up in Wyoming playing, I was freezing so bad. I was like, oh, please don't let me come off the yeah. field. Did you ever play the snow team? Oh, yes, I did. Yeah, I, was, did. I did in college a couple times. Were you freezing? Yeah, but it was kind of fun, you know, You when you're running with a ball and you get hit and you can slide for another five yards on yeah. the snow. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the mud, the rain was a lot funner, you know that? Yeah, I never. I played in that, too, and it was, yeah. Not as much as the snow, though. I think I like the snow better than the rain. I like the snow because when you slide, it goes off in your face, helmet, and I'm like, ah, you know. And you right. got that cold mouthpiece in your mouth. Yep. <laughs> I hated the snow. But the rain yeah. and the mud, I love just slashing it in, you know. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, I can remember a few games we played. In fact, we won one game, and probably the team we beat in college wouldn't uh, we wouldn't have won if it had been <laughs> but uh, Well, we all have already closed, but Ms. Bush, um, any last thing you'd like to say to the listeners and um, out there? Well, I hope I haven't offended anybody. and I've had fun, and James and I have had a lot of fun talking about it. And, uh, and you all hope you all out there have a great day and your teams all win. And i like to have everybody have a um, special Thanksgiving and a safe one. And yes, definitely. Definitely, and uh, Miss Bush, you're more than welcome. I always come back on my show, and love to have you. Well, thank you, James. Thank you for having me. And I'd like to thank all my listeners out there today. They're always tuning in to Loving That Sports Talk Show, and, and thank you for all your advices. You email me and text me, and this is James Loving with another one of the shows of Loving That Sports Talk, and my guest, Mr. Bush.
That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.